Welcome to the La Dolce Vita Show, a woman's guide to living a fearless and fabulous life. My name is Heather Pickin, and I am here to give you that winning formula so that you can get clear on your vision, stay true to your values, and break through those mental walls. Check out my free resources at heatherpickin.com. This podcast is brought to you by Fierce Femme Wine, a woman's wine that inspires dialogue for change. Visit fiercefemme.com. So let's get ready as we uncover the formula to your success in business, career, and fabulous life. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the La Dolce Vita Show, a woman's guide to living a fearless and fabulous life. So guess what? If you've got a business or you want to climb that ladder of success in your career, you got to get away from your fear. You got to transform that fear, and you got to stand in your power. And I am your fearless guide. My name is Heather Pickett, and I'm guiding you through the process as I have invited over 500 women throughout my career, uh, you know, just breaking down that formula. What is that formula in order to be a fearless woman and show up powerful in the world today? And so today I want to share my guest or uh, tell you a little bit about my guest, Nikki. And now I hope I pronounced your name correctly. Gan Jemmy, did I say it right? You got it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I was a little fearful of that. See, it was like right <laughs> through my fear. Ask for those corrections. Uh, I always laugh because um, you know someone will say, "Oh, how do you pronounce your name?" And then uh, I'll remember it. Then I'll forget it. It's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah, move through it, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I find, you know, all too often, uh, women are so afraid of being a perfectionist in their business or in their life. And so they never actualize their dreams. And we're going to be talking about that, like following your dreams, like what does it really take in order for you to move past that fear? So for those of you that are interested in connecting with Nikki, you can look at the show notes, wherever you're watching or listening to this. Uh, She is a transformational coach. Uh, She has a heart-centered approach for entrepreneurs, and she has an inside-out approach. I'm going to get into her story. Uh, I could read her bio, but I think uh, that probably won't do it justice. So Nikki, thank you so much for being my guest today. You're welcome, Heather. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm super excited. So, you know, it's interesting. We're talking about following your dreams. Uh, Obviously, there was a time in your life where you were not being true to yourself and following your dreams. So take us back to that moment where you just didn't feel fulfilled in your life. What did that look like? Yeah, so I actually had the courage earlier on in my life. When I was 23, I wanted to be an actress my whole life. And I put myself on a plane after a five-year relationship ended. And I took myself to Los Angeles and I said, I'm gonna pursue my acting career. That was my dream. I, after one year, let the fear take over and I came back home and gave up on it and settled into becoming a teacher. And I did that for about 14 years. And about two years ago, I decided, you know, there's something more. You know, I'm not happy in helping in this way. And I know that I was put on this earth to help in another way. And this is not it, you know? So I started a business. It originally started as a program, Mindful Matters, to help kids to know their worth and to learn coping skills to deal with stress and anxiety. And after that, I kind of took it outside of the school 
and I got led into um, helping adults. And that's how I entered the online space of coaching and um, loved it. And for the first time, really felt alive. Like when I was on that plane on my way to Los Angeles, that was the last time that I felt alive. And now we're going, you know, now I'm 40. So I can't even do the math, but how many years later that I'm like, oh my God, there's that spark. And um, it was so strong that even though I did feel a little bit of fear initially in making the decision, I got to a point where I said, you know what, there's the excitement overrides the fear. And I resigned from my teaching job of 14 years to fully step into my business because I finally feel like I'm on purpose like I belong and I have something to give. And it just, it's so exciting. Wow. You know, that's such a great story, Nikki, because I really feel that as women, we learn through stories. And if you can do it, someone else there that is listening or watching to this right now, you know, realize that you you have to break through your fear. And that that's interesting that you had that story about wanting to be an actress and what was your, I'm just kind of curious, like what was your breaking point when you realized, you know what, this isn't for me? My breaking point when I decided to come back home, mm -hmm. I was actually doing some extra work and I was on a set and another actor, he said to me, he was talking to me and he goes, you know, if this is not the air that you breathe, then you need to just go home right now because there are so many people that want it so much more than you. And I really gave that a lot of thought. And I said, you know what, what really is my intention here for wanting to act? You know, what, what is that really about? You know, I knew that I had a message, um, but I realized I didn't want it enough. It was not the air that I needed to breathe. And so I put myself back on the plane to go back home after one year, but was just kind of lost, you know? So I was told, oh, just be a teacher you know, because I have so many people in my family that are teachers and I didn't know what to do. So after saying no, 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 I finally said, okay. And for me, that was settling because that's not what I wanted to do. Mm. That's such an interesting story. I actually can relate to that because I hopped on a plane, missed my college graduation to pursue uh, filmmaking. I wanted to be the next Spike Lee only oh. female and white. I love Spike <laughs> Lee. Uh, I studied him in film school. Got to New York City. I hated it. I did not like living with rats and cockroaches. I mean, oh. it was not appealing. And, you know, it's interesting you said that if you're not breathing in and living it, and, and to me, I just... I, I just didn't feel like that was my true calling in, in that moment. So I can definitely relate to that story. And how funny that I went to LA and then you came to New York. Exactly. And I, actually went to, I went to LA too after that. There was some time where I moved back uh, to where I'm from originally, Ohio. And then I decided I wanted to go out to LA. That was for a guy. That's another story. We don't have time. For that. <laughs> but um, it's interesting how you know, those decisions take us, you know, where we want to go. And sometimes, you know, they're not the, the I wouldn't say the right decisions, but you, you, you basically say, well, this isn't really my true calling and my true, my true purpose, but you gave yourself permission to do something else. And it's interesting because you said you stopped settling. So all too often I find women, they settle for their relationship. They settle for their business or their job, other things in their life. So what really keeps you going in, in your business? Like that moment where you decided to say, you know what, I want to do this full time. I'm not going to settle. Like what was that voice in your head? 
the voice in my head was that, you know, girl, you finally have to start saying yes to yourself because you have played the role of rule follower for really your whole life. And um, you don't have to keep listening to what other people say and just doing it and then being upset about it. You know, it's just like, no, you're, you can lay the trail, you know, it could be that trailblazer. And it was really just honestly, Heather, it was a lot of mindset work. I really had to change my mind. So for me, it was an inside out change. I mean, even with walking away from my job, that just didn't happen overnight. For most of my life, I valued stability and certainty, which made sense why I would become a teacher because it was nicely packaged with, you know, the, the salary, the benefits, the pension system, you know, that was all in alignment with needing that stability. But then I had to change because I realized that that wasn't helping me. You know, growing up from blue collar family, you know, I learned that you get a job, you get married, you have kids. Well, I never got to the marriage and kid part. So I said, you know what? I don't think this is my way. This is not my path. So I began to change my values, you know, change my identity. Um, and authenticity and freedom were much more, it was high up there, like number one and number two. So it only seemed natural to then walk away from that teaching job. There was no more like, should I do this? I don't know. It was like, no, this is the next decision and I'm going to make it. Even though it didn't make sense on paper to do it, I did it anyway. I said, you know, this is 40 is my year of yes. I'm saying yes to me and I'm finally going to go after what, you know, makes me feel alive. And that was like the biggest thing I said, I just no more. Um, I can't wait to Friday. I mean, us teachers, we walk around saying, oh, TGIF, you know, walking down the hallway and then Sunday comes and it's like, oh my God, tomorrow's Monday. And I'm like, you know what? There's something more. Why are we living this way? You know, if you're not happy, do something about it. And I feel like happiness is something I've always chased, you know, and I had to learn that it was not outside of me, you know, it was inside all along. So it's kind yeah, of- Yeah, that, that is so important, Nikki. Yeah. The understanding that you know, obviously you're valuing yourself, valuing freedom, risking and believing in yourself. I've never done anything I think that made sense on paper. I'm like, I'm just doing this. <laughs> and some of them worked out and some of them didn't. So, you know, one of the next questions I want to ask you, and I know this is going to help everyone else, is that how do you deal with uh, setbacks? I don't, I don't really think there's anything such as failure, because it is just a result. So when you get those setbacks uh, in your business or it could be any area of your life, like how do you deal with that? Do you automatically shut things down? Or, you know, what, what is kind of the process that you take yourself through? Sometimes I will take a step back. You know, there's times when I'll try to muscle through things and I'll keep putting out posts, I'll put out emails, I'll keep hosting live events and, you know, you hear crickets um, or you're not getting that next paying client. And I've learned that the answer is not to just keep muscling through it and keep going, but maybe take a step back, connect to your intuition, you know, maybe I'm moving in the wrong direction. Maybe I need to change, you know, what my message is. Um, meditating, journaling, I'll even use EFT, I'll use tapping. You know, I love doing that to really kind of see um, what's going on inside because we know that our outer world is really just a reflection of what's going on inside. And if I can tend to that first, then I can maybe start to see changes on the outside. So I do kind of take a little bit of a step back and I go within and, um, and I just keep going with what feels good. And then I also have to be aware that focusing on the problem is not going to help me solve it. So I try to really think, 
what's on the other side of the problem, you know, and what is it that I want, you know, and then what are the steps that I can take to get there? So focusing more on what is the solution and, and then you can start seeing the opportunities that start to come your way, because if you're not focused on that, you could just miss out on so many um, possibilities. It's so true. I like the fact that you said, you know, taking a, a step back and getting into problem solving. I find a lot of women, because they're clinging on to their, their security and safety issues, they won't invest in themselves. So they'll just kind of put the brakes on if they don't understand that it, it really is an inside out approach, as you were, were mentioning. And it's, it's what I coach my clients to do as well. And the biggest success I've had with, with my clients is, you know, just being able to shift those mental states so that they're showing up more powerful in their business. You know, it's interesting you mentioned about posting and not getting anything, you know, with events or stuff like that. I remember, like, talk about so-called failures. When I first did my, my, my first live event, or I should say attempted, I, I got postcards. I, I didn't know what I was doing, to be honest with you. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I put out this event. I had the venue. And I failed miserably. Like I retreated back into my life. I'm like, I can't believe that. I'm never going to do this again. I was like so in my head. And then a couple of years later, I was able to successfully put on a 100-person live event. But I, I tell you, I, I know how it feels like, you know, people think that marketing is a linear process, but it's not, you know, and maybe that event that you thought you should do is not the right timing. Like, do you believe in divine timing? I, I certainly Absolutely. do. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Big time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, I think everything happens for a, a reason. And if you're not challenging yourself enough in your business, you're going to attract, uh, uh the chaos, right? The chaos. Oh, yeah. And, and, uh, I, I was, uh, uh, just a quick little story. And I want to talk about, um, you know, times when you were not clear, where you attracted your own chaos, but I was getting kind of uh, bored in my business. And I'm like, I'm playing way too small. And so all of a sudden, because I said that, it sent a signal to my subconscious mind that said, okay, you know, here, here you go. And so I attracted all this chaos that almost like ripped my business apart. But the benefit to me is that I was attracting bigger and better opportunities. So I always, always find it's really important to... Um, get clear on what you want and also be grateful for what you do have. Otherwise you can attract those things like, like I did on my business, but I wasn't being true to myself. So when you're looking at your business now, um, where have you attracted chaos in your business? It could be a form of uh, crappy clients because you were not being true and clear, you know, to yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And I have attracted that. I, you know, definitely have attracted those, you know, clients who are not willing to invest, you know, who can't afford it, who don't have the money. When that happens, I, again, take a step back and think, well, I know this is a reflection of me because everything is just a reflection of what you put out there. So where have I not invested in myself, you know, and how can I make a shift there? 
um, but also paying attention to how I feel because I know that, you know, in trying to balance, you know, the day job and the business, there's oftentimes when I come home and I'm just exhausted and I'm spent and I'll sit there and I'll try to create, whether it's a blog post or I'm trying to interact with people, but I have to reconnect to what my intention is because if my intention is just to put something out there just so that I was visible in, in my Facebook group or visible on my page, then I'm not getting a response from anybody because it was the, the energy from which I was creating with. So mm. that's why it's always for me, you know, good to be mindful of how am I showing up? And if I'm tired, then maybe the answer is to not write that post until I get into that space of this is fun and this is exciting and who do I get to impact? And then that's a very different energy that you bring and then, you know, you get a different result. You get the people engaging, the people commenting. Mm, it, it's so true. You know, I will not do a video, particularly a Facebook live video, if I am not in my power. It's like, why just put out a piece of content just to do it? Mm -hmm. So I agree. It's like your, your energy has to be aligned. And, you know, guess what? Another day, if you don't do that, it, it's not going to kill your business. But actually, it will kill your business if... if yeah. If, if, <laughs> people are watching it and they're like, there's, there's a disconnect there. They're picking up on it either subconsciously mm -hmm. or consciously. So I, it's I, energy. I it, think people it feel and, it. Yeah. And I don't think people understand that. Like everything is energy. You're putting yourself out there. People are picking up, watching you on a video or listening, like they're listening to this show and they're going to feel whether they're, they're tuning into that energy, that amazing vibe, or uh, it's, it's, you know, this is kind of off for me. And they, they might not be able to put their finger on it. Exactly. Yeah. So that's a common question that I ask myself, you know, how am I feeling? How are you feeling? You know, and then, um, course correcting when necessary. You know, yeah. but yeah, that, that's a big one I find because I've been known for sitting at the table for hours, like muscling through, I got to get this done. And then you look at the clock and it's like, oh my God, it's already 11 o'clock at night. And I've spent five hours just sitting here and it, the output doesn't equal the input that mm -hmm. I put in all that energy, you know, so that's really not the answer I'm finding. So trying to have more fun, you know, incorporate yes. more fun. Um, is something that I've been working on. No, that's great. My little mantra is when I have fun, the money comes. When I let yeah. go, the money flows. And I tell my the clients, that, yeah, yeah, if they're in their head, it's like, listen, go out and have some fun. Focus on your own self-care because if you keep pushing this, it's, it is not going to be a good result. And that is that that will negatively impact their health if they're not focusing on giving back you know, to themselves and letting go. So I think that's really, it's an important point um, that, that you're making there. So let, let's talk about how to let go. I think that is just such an important uh, thing to address, you know, that concept of resistance showing up, especially as it applies to your business. Maybe you get that prospective client or a big deal like is pending and then you feel that resistance. Oh, is this going to work out? So how do you personally uh, deal with resistance and, and let go? Uh, and, and, and of course, with the clients that you're working with, like what are some of the things that you share with them? Well, something that, you know, that I do, and even for myself, I've learned is to really just allow yourself 
to, to feel that. Cause for, there was a time when I would just want to put, you know, slap a happy face sticker on it. You yeah. know, Abraham Hicks talks about putting the happy face on the gas gauge. It's the car is still empty. You still need to put gas in it. Um, so I, I realized I was just trying to, you know, push away the negative and only focus on the positive. Let me be grateful. And, um, the stuff that negative is still there. You know, it was like I did a Facebook live and I had a, a big glass pitcher of water and I put coffee grounds at the bottom of it. And then I was pouring this clean water into the pitcher. Um, I said, this clean water is the meditating. It's the journaling. It's the tapping. It's the positive affirmations. Um, but the water's still brown, you know? Um, so it's not the answer to keep pushing for the positive. I think there's something to be said for giving your yourself permission to feel how you're feeling and just acknowledging it. You know, it's like that little kid that's upset. Sometimes the thing that makes the child feel better is just to be heard and feel like they're acknowledged. So I'll let myself be whatever the feeling is, you know, stress or overwhelmed or upset and just sit with it. You know, it's really only, I believe it was Dr. Jill Bolte Taylor that said it takes 90 seconds for an emotion to travel through you. And if you're holding on to it for any longer, it's because you're just wrapped up in the story and you're running with it. So sometimes just taking that little bit of a time to sit and I have like a list of disappointments. My mentor had had this great exercise, a disappointment exercise, write out all your disappointments, take them line by line, one at a time and allow yourself to sit with it. What are the thoughts? What are the feelings that come up? And then if you're going to cry, cry, but at least let it out. And then after the 15 minutes and I don't know, 50 tissues, <laughs> it's like, oh, I can take a breath and I can yes. breathe. And it's like, I kind of cleared that up. And then it's like, okay, now I could get to disprove that. I can disprove it and then I can replace it. And what's the new story that I want to start telling myself? And I'll even use um, the Think Up app on my phone where you get to record any affirmations that you want. You can set it to music. You could play them to repeat. And I'll like set it for 15 minutes every night. And I'll just kind of getting that, we were talking about the subconscious mind, just kind of rewiring your brain, getting those new thoughts um, in there as you fall off to sleep at night really just changing yourself again from the inside out. It's so true. And all too often, you know, women, they've been running the story, the script, the program, and they don't know how to change it. And it's important to, like you had mentioned, to acknowledge your feelings, but don't stay there because that starts rewiring your personality. And then, you know, just reinforcing those negative beliefs that aren't serving you or your business. So I, I definitely agree with that. Like being able to, to let it go, but also get into, uh, you know, I always say like self-nurturing and focusing on a solution because you're always going to have those quote unquote disappointments. Uh, nothing is perfect. There, there's always, uh, we don't live in a one-sided world. That, that's why I like to liken this as a relationship. Like if you get into a relationship, one of the very first things I always tell my clients is find out what you don't like about that person right away so that you can live with it and you don't get infatuated. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> it, is, it is very similar to a relationship. You know, yeah. it's, it's the yeah. same thing with your business. It's like if you get infatuated with your business and the money, you're probably going to spend all the money or you're not going to do the work that is necessary in order for you to get to the next level of success. So I find, you know, all too often that, uh, you know, there, there are specific personality types, or I like to say archetypes, that will either create self-sabotage 
because, oh, the work is too hard. They don't have a balanced mind when it comes to learning that, yeah, running and growing your business, this is no easy feat. And I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you. You, you, you got to be in it to win it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. And even just being aware of what is your story around success and what's your, what is your money story? And mm -hmm. I think as you mentioned the self-sabotage, I think that we you know, subconsciously will do that. Uh, I know at one time, um, my money story was, because I learned this growing up, that as long as you have your health, you're blessed. And it doesn't matter how much, you could have all the money in the world if you're not healthy, you have nothing. So I equated um, success with being healthy as long as I'm healthy, not realizing I was just kind of pushing the money away because in some strange way, I thought if I made too much money that I might, my health might go. Mm. And that was a fear. And I, so, so, so you see how I was kind of pushing away making that money because I wanted my health and I had to learn how to unlink those. That they're completely two different things. There's, there's no relation. So that was a big thing for me to start allowing more money into coming into my life. So I think it's so important to be aware of those stories, uh, even with success. There's a lot of people who have fear around success, that with success comes responsibility and, and they don't want that. So you kind of push it away, you know, without even realizing it. So changing those stories is important. Yes. It really is, you know, especially with women, they have a lot of time, a lot of times they have a hard time receiving money because somehow uh, they, they're making up a story that it was bad or, oh, to have a lot of money, you know, you're, you're a bad person or whatever. And, and I'm here to tell you, girlfriend, everyone that's watching <laughs> is that, you know, money is a powerful tool that can transform your life and create new experiences. You're not doing anyone any favors being broke and not uh, owning that power because you know, I look at what's happening in the world today, men still have the power. And my vision is to create more women leaders and visionaries so that we can step in our feminine power and create a, a, a equal balance. But that will not happen if women don't step up and fall in love with who they are and know that they have a purpose and know that money is part of that path. I love that. Yeah. And even the part about falling in love with yourself, Penny gave me the chills. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and we are so hard on ourselves. Women are so, and I'm hard on myself too. You know, I'm my worst critic. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, it's like, it, it's the fine balance of embracing who we are, loving who we are right now in this moment. And, and that journey, you know, that you, you hear those quotes about it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. Sometimes I'm like, screw that quote. It's all about the destination. <laughs> well, I'm done with the journey. But it's so true because, you know, living in this moment in the now really is creating our future. And I know you, Nikki, as, as a leader and helping other people, uh, you know, nothing, nothing is perfect. You know, we have to be able to embrace both sides of that journey. Oh yeah. That was another lesson for me to let go of perfect, you know, cause it was, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, it's like you want to get visible. I remember when I first, you know, I was going to do this Facebook live challenge where I was going to go live every day for 30 days. And I was like, 
I have to go shopping. I don't have the clothes. And then I, oh, they're making excuses. That's just fear. That's all that is. Right. And it's like, you know what? Let's just, you know, let's just do it. And I'm learning that done is better than perfect and just kind of take the action and move through it. And every time you do that, you get a little bit more confidence. I find that that's how the confidence comes. It's through taking the action and then getting to the other side and realizing you're still standing. You're still doing. <laughs> it's so true. And I like, I like the fact that you were talking about visibility because a lot of women have those issues like you're saying like you know going out on video putting yourself online guess what not everyone will like you the bigger you grow the more haters you will have trust me i've had them uh and it, it at first i remember going oh my god they said something negative about me and i'm like now i'm like i don't care i am not here to please everyone it's just that's how things will happen and you, you can't get in your head. Like what a, I like the quote that uh, Wayne Dyer said, it's like other people's opinion of you are none of your business. Oh yeah. I love that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Just dive yeah. in, dive in, in. And I really do find Nikki that visibility block really keeps women, particularly that want to put their message online from going to the next level. I had a client who, um, she was stuck at making six figures, uh, a little over a hundred thousand. And her biggest fear was the visibility. She's like, Heather, if I put myself on the, out there in a bigger way, I don't know if I can deliver, da, 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 So, you know, we really did some inner work and we strategized and now, you know, she's, she's generated a half a million in her business. She's got like, uh, 30,000 YouTube subscribers because she was able to break through that fear. So what you're saying is so true about just doing it and, and don't think so much like, oh, this doesn't look perfect. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. It is. It's the inner work that you have to do yeah. to break through those barriers and get to the, the next level. It, it, it's so true. Now, you know, it's funny because we've been talking about the inner game. You know, to me, the strategy is, is secondary. And I, I find, you know, women still are not making that connection. They're chasing after the shiny object, the marketing, coach hopping, you name it, and not really focusing and mastering uh, their, their mindset. So I don't know about you, but every single day I do something to, to really up-level my game with my mindset. So how much time do you spend on a daily basis working on your mindset? collectively throughout the day, I'm going to say a good two hours. Mm -hmm. Now, I know that sounds like a lot, but if you wake up and you do a quick 15-minute meditation, and then maybe while I'm getting ready, I'm listening to, um, I love listening to James Wedmore, 77 Affirmations. That's 35 minutes. Then if I hop in the car and go to work, I'm listening to somebody's podcast, and it's, it's all on you know personal development, and you figure that's an hour. So it's really easy to, to get this in. So what I say is don't make it difficult. You know, where it's like, I have to sit down, I have to close my eyes and I've got to meditate because you're not, not going to get it done. It's like, how can I take simple things that I do every day, you know, getting ready in the morning, making dinner, where I can just add a little something to my daily routine. Um, that way you at least are getting it done and you're taking the steps and you're not just kind of putting it off and waiting for when I have the time. We always have the time. You know, like I said, even if you're taking a shower and you're like, let me just take a couple of moments to be in the moment and feel the hot water and the smell of the shampoo. And it's just taking those little mindful moments that you can kind of grasp a little bit throughout, you know, each day or this glass of water that I'm going to pick up and just kind of tuning in. I could feel the cold against my hand and the smoothness of the glass. It's just taking like a little mindful moment. 
really, and a little bit throughout your day. And that trains you, you trains your brain also to kind of tune into how am I feeling, which is always so important. Because um, when you're not feeling good or you're feeling a little bit off, it's time to pay attention and then just kind of pivot. It, it's so true. It's so true. Wow, Nikki, the time has flown by. Really Hasn't fast. it? I know. We're having fun, Heather. <laughs> I, I know. I got to start bring, uh, breaking out the wine. It's it's going to get over yeah. here. <laughs> A glass wine. Of wine. I want to try some of your wine. <laughs> absolutely. Well, for those that want to try, you can go to fiercefem.com uh, to uh, try my uh, Vote Fierce Cabernet or Superpower, actually, uh, Superpower Cabernet, Vote Fierce Chardonnay. Uh, but anyways, Nikki, this has been so much fun. And I just want the women that are listening to this or watching right now to realize everything that you want is an inner game. You know, success starts in your mind first. And Nikki, where can uh, people learn more about you and your work? Yes, thank you. They can find me at mindfulmattersliving.com. I'm also on uh, Facebook at Mindful Matters Living. Perfect. Perfect. And we will put that in the show notes so that you'll have access to that. Until next time, this is Heather Pickin and live fearlessly. Take care. Bye-bye. So if you like what you hear on this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe. Interested in becoming a sponsor or learning more about leadership for women's performance using neuroscience or business coaching, contact support at heatherpicken.com. And don't forget to grab my latest book, The La Dolce Vita Formula, by going to fearlessandfabulousbook.com. That's fearlessandfabulousbook.com.